right, Bitcoin Accumulation Country. It's Coin Icarus. It's the Fun with Bitcoin podcast sponsored by Crypto Cloaks 3D Printing. This is season three, and we are episode 48. I hope everybody's having a great week. I sat down, had a great conversation with Ben Kaufman, who's one of the developers uh, from Spectre. And for people who don't know what Spectre is, um, it's a desktop it's also it's a desktop wallet app um it's also a do-it-yourself hardware wallet so it's really cool stuff um i've set up the do-it-yourself hardware wallet i've set up the desktop app it offers a multi-sig solution it's really cool stuff and it's an easy simple interface these guys are doing some really good work and i just had to sit down with ben and uh you know hear his story and uh talk to us about specter so before we get into Spectre, we are going to, and sorry, before we get talking to Ben Kaufman, we are going to talk about dollar cost averaging and Swan Bitcoin, and then we'll head right into the interview. For anybody who is interested in dollar cost averaging and who wants to be purchasing Bitcoin but doesn't want to be spending their time constantly watching the charts and listening to traders that they really have no idea whether these people are credible or not, and you kind of just want to put this in kind of in a passive sleep mode where you're simply just accumulating and hodling, being able to transfer that Bitcoin out to your own private address. So if you're interested in doing that, and that falls in, in your wheelhouse, then you are looking for Swan Bitcoin. With Swan Bitcoin, the three main takeaways are we've, we can do automatic withdrawal from a bank account, automatic purchases of BTC. You can time them based on your uh, when you receive your check. You know, you can do it, uh, you know, let's say once... Um, you do it once a month um, or you can do it per pay period as well um, there's lots of options for you to be able to customize how you purchase and you could automatically withdraw to your uh, your chosen address so if you're interested in a bitcoin only platform um, that is doing the uh, the great work of helping onboard people then you definitely want to check out swan bitcoin i'm gonna have the uh, the link to their website in the show notes all right here is my chat with Ben Kaufman. All right, everybody. Thank you very much for joining me on the Fun with Bitcoin podcast. Today, I've got Ben Kaufman, who is a uh, fellow Bitcoiner and uh, coder for the Spectre Project. Now, Ben has also worked um, as well um, on Bitcoin, on the uh, on the hardware wallet interface. And as well, he's also worked on BISC and uh, has a, a little bit of a, a writing career on Medium, which, uh, you know, we're going to we're going to put uh, all those links in the uh, in the show notes. Ben, thank you so much for joining me on my podcast, man. Hey, yeah. Thanks a lot for inviting me. All right. So we're going to we're going to dig right in. Um, I, I'm super excited to talk about Spectre. But before we do that, I want to talk about the um, your rabbit hole story. Yeah, sure. So I've started around uh, late 2016, early 2017. I uh, just heard about it from a friend. I uh, was uh, asking if, if I understand about it. He wanted to, to ask a few questions. Uh, and since I'm, I'm a software developer, I thought I might know about it. Uh, so that kind of got me curious. Maybe there is something interesting over there. Um, and from there, I just started uh, reading a lot about it. Uh, it kind of made sense quite fast for me, um, especially since uh, because I'm, I've started working quite from quite young age. 
uh, and they had a lot of problems with uh, with the banking system. So the banking system puts a lot of regulations and uh, limitations on uh, young people. Uh, and since I experienced this uh, so much, then I, I understand how important it is and how useful it was even for me uh, to basically just be able to control my money, to hold my own money. So it's pretty much made sense to me. Um, and yes, uh, and of course I wasn't, uh, I, I was uh, also, I have to, I will have to admit that I was also initially uh, sucked into shit coins, obviously, as, as a lot of people. <laughs> yep. but, uh, yeah, so I, I just don't want to like uh, to, to fake the Bitcoin was clicked immediately first. So it, it's, it's a process and I was going for shit coins like many others. But uh, yeah, eventually got rid of that too. And uh, fr from there on, I'm just trying to uh, promote Bitcoin as, as much as I can and uh, just do whatever I can to, to support the ecosystem. That is that is absolutely awesome. And I want to just uh, go back on a couple of things that you said, right? Um, so, mm -hmm. look, okay, so you, you said that the banking system put, uh, you found that it put too many regulations on uh, regulations uh, on youth. Um, what, uh, I guess, could you give an example of, of what were some of the difficulties that you ran into that, that you said to yourself that, that this just isn't right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, sure. So you couldn't just, uh, so first of all, you couldn't get a proper credit card uh, to use globally. So if you travel, you have problems uh, like I did. And um, if you want to withdraw more than, I think the limit was around $50 a day, then you have a lot of issues. Uh, regardless of how much you have in the account, uh, it doesn't matter if you have uh, a, a $10, $1,000, you know, $10,000, you can withdraw about $50 a day. Uh, and for every uh, major withdrawal, you have to go with, with your parents there and they have to sign too. So completely ridiculous stuff. Oh my God. That, that is, wow. Um, okay. Um, you know what? I, I mean, don't get me wrong, but uh, th this is, you know, again, th these are the many reasons why the banking system is making itself obsolete. The The current iteration of the banking system uh, is just completely making itself obsolete by putting all these hurdles in the way of people uh, to get access to their value. Um, so uh, on the shit coins, though. I want to know, because I, I always like, I, I mean, me too. I got sucked into the shit coins and uh, I, I'm a, you know, uh, my background is in network administration, although I don't really do network administration today. Um, I, I specialize in a, a, a specific type of, uh, of software uh, that I troubleshoot, but I got fooled by the tech. So I want to know what, what fooled you about the shit coins? Yeah, I think it's mostly the, the promises that, I mean, the promises of, of shitcoins uh, is, is I mean, it, it sounds great. Uh, you can do a lot of stuff which are allegedly censorship resistant and scalable. Uh, but unfortunately, uh, in in fact, they, they just don't work, uh, you know. So to, to be able to make smart contracts uh, which are scalable and censorship resistant uh, and blah, 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 this is this sounds great, and if it's so easy, uh, like like Ethereum makes it, for example, 
So Ethereum makes uh, writing smart contracts really easy. Then it sounds great. The, the tech looks great. As a developer, it it seems great to me. But when you think on the on the economic side uh, and and consider that, then you you start to seeing issues. Um, or if you look very deep into the technical side too. But on the surface, it looks very very tempting. I would say. So it. So it, it I, I definitely get why people uh, go to that at first. So it sounds to me like you also um, you also got fooled by the tech as well. Um, yeah, that, yeah that, I would say so. Yeah, it's like it, it, that's exactly what it is. You know, you you have this promise of technology, and when and and um, having actually used uh, quite a few shitcoins now, uh, I you know I, I can honestly say that. Um, I've had number one. I've had many failed transactions. I, I'm not going to go in and start bashing random shit coins because they're all garbage. But I've had problems with transactions, um, and in other cases, some of these shit coins that promise instant transactions with very low fees, uh, some of them take days to transfer. And, and it's funny because you never hear these people talking about these things, right? They all mm -hmm. they do all they do is sit there and they bash Bitcoin for all the things that they believe it is not. You know, but they can't actually yeah. sing the praises of their shitcoin. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I know, I know, <laughs> and, and they and they completely miss a lot of points to to be honest. So settlement assurance uh, as as the most important parameter uh, of of on, of transaction confirmation. Uh, they, that's something which they just completely ignore. Um, oh yeah. So, um, so moving on from the shit coins, I want to get into, uh, I want to get into your, your work because I, so you, you've, um, okay, let, let's talk about, uh, what did you do with, with Bitcoin core? I, I saw that you were a contributor to the hardware wallet interface. And as a result, Bitcoin core integrates with like what I saw was, I believe it's like six wallets or something like that. Uh, so yeah, so the, uh, it's under the Bitcoin core repository. Um, and yeah, the HWI is a project by Andrew Cho, uh, which is, uh, supports, I think five hard wallets. Let's see. So Ledger, Trezor, uh, Bitbox, uh, Kipki and Cold Card. Yeah. Yeah. So, so five, yeah, five. Um, and yeah, and this, this project basically, uh, allows to, to use uh, what is called the PSBT. Uh, should I explain about that a bit? Um, yeah, sure. Actually, for the listeners, which is a partially signed Bitcoin transaction. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it uses the standardized uh, format for transferring around Bitcoin transactions. So this uh, PSBT format uh, and allows uh, interacting with, with hardware wallets with, with this format from uh, either uh, just the command line or with uh, third party wallets like Spectre does. Uh, so with Spectre, we use this HWI tool and uh, just uh, just integrate hard wallets with it uh, for with for uh, USB communication. Very nice. Okay, so I also see here that you you did uh, you did some work at Bisc. What was the uh, what what did you do with Bisc? Uh, yeah, so I was doing some contributions to BISC uh, before I started writing uh, on Medium. So I, I had time before and I just uh, basically just uh, small, small things, uh, not a lot of stuff. So I'm not like a huge uh, BISC contributor, 
but I did it. I did some some small things, some fixes, uh, some small like uh, uh, I would say uh, did script improvements, uh, but more like background stuff. Okay. Cool. And uh, how, how how was it working on that? Because I, I I find their platform yeah. I find their platform is is very nice. It ha- it has a, a nice look. How did you find working with that with that team? Because it is you know it, it as you know right. It's decentralized and it looks like uh, you know anybody can contribute as long as they want to. So how did you find working with that team? Yeah, it was really nice. They're very welcoming. Uh, very nice to to work with. Uh, even though it's it's completely decentralized, it's still quite organized, I would say, uh, and uh, comfortable to for working. So uh, you still have the, everything very organized with the repository, and you can easily communicate with the with the other contributors uh, and coordinate. So it's it's pretty good. Look at that, huh? Uh, <laughs> People can cooperate. Who would have thought? <laughs> yeah, people can cooperate without a central authority. This is yeah, completely <laughs> revolutionary. Right. Um, okay. So look, we're gonna uh, we're gonna dive into Spectre. Okay. So th- this is I, I'll tell you this. Uh, I, I've some questions that I've seen. All right. Um, mm-hmm. People have sometimes gotten the impression, even myself at first, um, that Spectre is three different things. There's Spectre, um, Spectre Desktop and the Spectre do-it-yourself hardware wallet. But I, I don't believe that that's entirely accurate. So why don't you, uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about, uh, about Spectre? Yeah, sure. So I'd say Spectre is more of a global name for, for these products, uh, which are maintained mainly by uh, Crypto Advance and open source uh, developers like me. Uh, so the, the name Spectre comes from the Crypto uh, Anarchist Manifesto of uh, Timothy May. Cool. Uh, so it starts with uh, with the uh, line, uh, a Spectre is hunting the, the modern world, the Spectre of Crypto Anarchy. Uh, so this is where the, the idea for the name comes from, I believe. And basically the, the current uh, stuff that uh, I worked on are the Spectre desktop uh, web, uh, web app. Which is the uh, the quite popular, I would say, um, wallet for 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 interacting with Bitcoin Core, and there is the Spectre DIY, which is uh, a do-it-yourself hardware wallet. Uh, so it's it's basically just a hardware wallet which you could uh, assemble from uh, parts which you could order in any like uh, generic electronic store. I actually ordered the uh, the Spectre DIY, and uh, I'm actually trying to print up a, a case for it. Uh, I, I think it's. By the way, man, it's it's really cool. I, I think it's an awesome. I, I think it's an awesome product, um, and I'm super excited to see what's going to come of it. Um, there is one question that I have for you, though. About okay, so let me ask you this: the Spectre desktop is that the same thing that is running on the MyNode? Because my node also has Spectre. Is that Spectre yeah, desktop? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So it's yes, it is uh, exactly the same. So okay. what's happening is that Spectre is uh, we're trying to give uh, we're not currently trying to give it a more easy to use um, native desktop feeling. But essentially, uh, the way Spectre works behind the scenes is that it is uh, a web server. Uh, so it is a web server you're running on your computer, which uh, is 
for the technicals, uh, we're using Flask for that, so Python. Oh, and wow. yeah, so what? Uh, so the idea is that we've minored uh, just for easy, like easier uh, integration. Uh, you can either run it on the MyNode itself, so they've integrated it, so you don't need to um, connect manually to the uh, MyNode, and that you have it available from everywhere through Tor. So even if you're uh, using it remotely, you can still uh, connect to it with Tor, and it's running on a dedicated 24-7 machine, assuming you're running your, your MyNode on a 24-7 uh, dedicated machine and not on, on just the desktop, but it is exactly the same as using uh, the desktop app. So it's the same code, the same everything. Um, it's just that the desktop app is also packaged uh, in a way which is easier to use on desktop, but it's it just packaging. It's no uh, not a different source code or anything. Okay, okay, cool. Yeah, because that, that was kind of one of the things uh, that people have approached me about. Uh, and they were like, so which one do I get? You know, do I just get the Spectre on the MyNode or do I download it? I'm like, I think it's the same thing, but I'm not sure. So, um, mm-hmm. so I'm sorry. It, you, okay, so it, it's a web server. And um, so the back end of that web server you said is Flask? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Yeah, I was kind of I was kind of wondering what uh, what you guys were using. That's very interesting. I've personally never used or set up Flask. Um I, I've I've only done uh, I've only done Apache and um, uh, what's it called uh, IIS, which is of course is complete garbage. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, okay, so going back to Spectre Desktop, what are are you allowed to discuss any of the features that you guys have on the? Uh, well, how about this? What, why don't we start with this? What can you currently do with Spectre Desktop? Like, what would you use it for for the for the average end user? Why would they use this? Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. So basically, Spectre Desktop just gives you a very, very easy to use uh, interface for your Bitcoin Core node. So if you're running a Bitcoin Core node, uh, doesn't matter if you're using um, stuff like MyNode or Umbrel or just running Bitcoin Core on your computer or wherever you want or on BTC Pay server or something, you can just connect uh, to your node with, with Spectre. And uh, instead of trusting uh, a website like Trezor or Ledger or something like that, uh, you can directly use your hardware wallets. You can create multi-sigs. Uh, you can do everything, and it's all validated with, with your own node. It works uh, with your Bitcoin Core node. And- uh, so, you- mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. No, sorry. Continue. No, yeah, and you can do basically anything that you do with uh, that you could do with Bitcoin Core and uh, HWI command line interface. Um, just way lot easier. Uh, so it's not that it reinvents anything; it just connects everything in an easy to use way. No, that is fantastic, and we don't need to reinvent anything. I really, I gotta, I gotta tell you, the first time I ever set up Spectre, I couldn't believe how easy it was, um, especially through the MyNode interface. I mean, really, you just turn on the service, and all of a sudden, you connect up to the, uh, you know, to the web UI. It, it's really easy, and I, I just want to clarify one thing. So, it it allows you to self-host your own multi-sig solution. Right. Mm-hmm. Instead of it's, yes. instead of using a uh, a third party such as Casa or such as Unchained Capital, which, mm-hmm. which yes. So, mm-hmm. oh, go on. 
No, so yeah, so uh, in CASA you also have, and uh, in Unchained Capital you also have the concept that they are holding one of the keys. Yes. Uh, and and yeah, and with Spectre you're all you're completely self-managing everything, and which of course is trade-offs, but uh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. There are trade-offs because it's way more personal responsibility. But I just wanted to I, I just wanted to say one thing because I mentioned Unchained Capital and I don't want to be disingenuous. You can use Caravan as well, mm -hmm. uh, which can be hosted on the my node. So it's not an entirely, um, you know, it's, it's not entirely a, uh, an, I guess, a cust a custodial, um, partially custodial solution. Uh, so, yeah. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah. So let me ask you this: What um, what features are you allowed to discuss uh, that are possibly coming down the road? Like, what are people asking for, and 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 I guess what are you guys considering? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So right now we're just uh, mostly working to to finish up uh, with some uh, just bug fixes and general cleanup of the code base for version uh, 1.0. Uh, so right now, I think in the next two weeks or so, uh, two, three weeks, we'll probably uh, finish with that. Uh, and then I think that the main features we are, we're being requested are more easily uh, exportable options for transaction history and stuff like that. So for accounting or, or anything like that. Uh, we are also another feature which is very requested is Electrum uh, import and, and export support. So right now we allow to uh, to export an Electrum watch only wallet from from Spectre wallet. Yeah. But we still don't support like uh, to import an old Electrum wallet into Spectre, and I hope uh, to to address that in the very near future. Um, besides this. Um, let me think. So we're still, uh, another thing we'll probably want to have is proper uh, mobile support. So just make the uh, the interface more usable on, on mobile. So you could, uh, for example, just take an old, uh, an old iPhone or an Android and just, or even uh, a Pine uh, phone and just use it either as, as a coordinator or as uh, another a uh, signer, for example. So an air gap signer with just an, an old mobile phone. Oh, wow. Um, what, what's that called? So just an air gap signer of, with, with a mobile phone. Oh, okay. So you could Spectre on, 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 put Spectre on that phone and just use it uh, for offline uh, signing or stuff. That's pretty cool. Um, I like that. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. All right. Very, mm -hmm. very nice. Very nice. Okay. Um, so let me ask you this. Is there anything else that you're, that, that you're interested in, uh, in working on besides, uh, besides this, which don't get me wrong. This is, uh, to me, like one of the coolest projects that we have right now. I really love that you guys did a do it yourself wallet. I love the fact that it's touchscreen. It looks cool. I just, the only piece that I wish, and I know we can, it's all do it yourself, but I wish there was an official case for it that we could buy. Yeah, yeah that's, that's actually uh, in, in the works. Uh, and I, I'm, I'm not sure if I can get into much data, but, <laughs> but it will be, there will be like really soon, there will be uh, stuff coming out uh, this way. Okay, cool. Because I, I definitely, even though I enjoy printing my own, 
I, I still would love to have an official case and, you know, support the project in that way, you know, by buying it from you guys or whatever. Mm -hmm. you know, I yeah, mean, so definitely stuff coming out uh, this way. Very cool, man. Okay, so even though you can't tell me exactly, uh, can you tell me an approximate timeline <laughs> of like when, when, when we would get it? Uh, quite soon, I would say in the, in the next, uh, probably, uh, probably this year. Uh, but cool. I can't promise anything, but I think this year. No problem. Okay, I'll take that. I'll take that. That that's fine. There's not much left to the year, anyways. So, <laughs> I'm uh, yeah. I uh, I like that. Um, okay, so I I mean, at I, I guess because th those were really all of my questions that I had for you know for you for Spectre and in terms of uh, you know what I mean in terms of your your rabbit hole journey. But I, I guess I just like to know. You know what? What do you have for like somebody new that's getting into Bitcoin and you know is, you know, just not sure where to go? What resources would you suggest? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I think there are a lot of great resources. Um, for example, by Bitcoin Q and A, um, and by Six One O Two. So they have both great collections of of resources. And besides, I think there are great podcasts, uh, like obviously what we're doing here, <laughs> uh, and we, which could be very, very helpful uh, for people. Um, I think uh, if, if if I'm just talking on Spectre, I think this is like, I'm not sure how, how like beginner friendly it is, but I think it, it will work for anybody which can install a Bitcoin full node. So if you're able to figure that out, I think you're advanced enough to, to use Spectre. Um, and yeah, I, I, but I think for for, resource, for more resources and reading, I think there are many great people on, on Bitcoin Twitter, which uh, basically you can see in, in the people I follow, uh, they're all great. Oh yeah, definitely. And I will put a link to, of course, in the show notes, I'll put a link to your, uh, you know, your profile. Um, and also to uh, to Bitcoin Q and A and six one zero two. Those are two great resources. I only recently learned about Bitcoin Q and A, uh, but I've known about six one zero two for a couple of years now. And uh, yeah, he is absolutely. His website is one of my go to resources. And Bitcoin Q and A quickly uh, became one of my resources to uh, to go and check out. So, mm -hmm. Ben. Um, Man, you know what? This was a this was a short cast, but it's full of information, and it's it's really again. I, I can't stress how amazing the uh, what you guys are doing at Spectre. I, I know that some people, you know, it's like you may not think that what you're doing is that big, but it's huge. the The fact that you created this easy to use self-hosted multi-sig solution, the fact that you guys made this do-it-yourself hardware wallet that like is cool like not just you know like like not just like this difficult tech it was even easy to set up the instructions were great so man thank you so much for for all your work in the bitcoin space yeah thanks and uh, just just to mention that is definitely not just my work it's oh, first yeah. of all it does, it's all the spectre team and mostly uh, stepan and kim and moritz so shout out to to all of them and to everybody who contributed Absolutely. And we actually had them on um, uh, when we were doing the uh, the hack sprints. Um, mm -hmm. I, I, I was the uh, the host for the uh, for the hack sprint wrap ups. 
So I, mm-hmm. I, I got to speak with uh, with Stefan and uh, and Moritz and man, the, the first time they ever talked about Spectre just completely blew my mind. I, it's like I didn't even understand what they were saying. I kid you not. Yeah. So yeah, I mean Stefan is is on another level. It's really it's cool. Good. So man, you're working mm-hmm. with you're working with great guys, and I, I'm super excited to see what else uh, comes out of this. Yeah. Thanks. Thank you. And thanks all for inviting me. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming on my podcast, man. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks for inviting. I hope you guys enjoyed my chat with uh, with Ben. Um, I will put a link to his uh, contact in the show notes and as well a link to uh, the Spectre website so you guys can go and check it out. And of course, if you want to reach me on Telegram or Twitter, I'm at CoinIcarus. If you want to shoot me an email, I am CoinIcarus at funwithbitcoin.com. Catch you all next time. Thank you for listening.